Hello, thank you for joining me for another broadcast. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to take a moment of silence. And I want to extend that out just a bit more and, and say, I want to extend a moment of silence and follow by prayer. Prayer for those who are suffering right now left to fend for themselves, left to be slaughtered by wolves. Wolves. We want to pray. We want to pray right now. So I just lift prayers up to our Heavenly Father in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the line of the tribe of Yehuda, the line of the tribe of Judah, we lift up prayers and we ask our Father, protect us, protect us as you go before us and behind us against those that hate you. Father, protect us, protect us, Father, against the wicked, against the stumbling blocks, against the wolves in sheep's clothing. Protect us, Father. We ask those who are hurting, to be comforted right now in the mighty name of Jesus, who are suffering right now in the mighty name of Jesus. May your spirit guide them. May your spirit comfort them during this time. And, and may they be free. May they be set free from their oppressors. May we be set free from our oppressors in Jesus' name. Oof. Wow, what a day. Just following orders is not good enough excuse. I was just following orders is not going to be a viable excuse for the judgment that may befall on those who commit crimes against humanity and in so doing violate and disobey the commands of the Most High. Shema Yisrael, hear Israel, in English, hear Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Shema Yisrael, hear Israel, the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me, no other gods before me. So let this ring true in our hearts as we continue on in the month of Elul, the last month in the civil calendar, in the Hebraic civil calendar, a month of repentance, mercy, and forgiveness, a reflection and preparation of the fall uh, feast days and high holy days to reflect on the covenant love between our Heavenly Father, Yah, and his people. Uh, yes, indeed, this month of August is hot, hot summer. <laughs> it's hot, hot summer. Um, yeah, so a bit, a bit of a full-on prayer, full-on reflection of the importance of following the commands of the Most High, um, how it can have implications for not only ourselves, but for those around us as well. It can have positive or negative, destructive or productive uh, results uh, for ourselves and for others, depending on whether we are following the commands of the king, because indeed the king is in the field. The harvest is ready. 
and the weepers are there. And what do the weepers do? Well, they pick up the tears, you know, they tear, they pick up the tears and cast them in the fire and the wheat they collect and they put it in the barn. <sighs> so what is this I mentioned earlier? It's not enough. Just following orders. I was just following orders. We reflect on history and reflect on um, the cruelty and the heartless, you could say this cold heart <laughs> that um, hurt and harm humanity. When they're held in judgment, that can happen on this earth. If not here, then the Heavenly Father. Um, the excuse for I was just following orders is not enough. Is not, is not, is not a viable excuse. And we are going to be held accountable for what we say or do. That's why, as I mentioned now in our other broadcast, choose your team wisely. And Yahushua told us, uh, Joshua, choose this day who you will serve. He told Yeshua, choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, some people are serving evil baddie. And when you're serving evil baddie and you're doing evil things, well, and you're not in on Team Jesus full on, well, if you're not on Team Jesus, then, well, there's consequences to that. There's consequences that whether you want to believe it or not. And some people say, well, I don't believe in that. Well, that's on you. Because at the end of the day, there's good and there's evil. Bottom line, there's good and there's evil. There's people that participate and being vessels for evil and therefore carrying out evil assignments. And there are those who are filled with the spirit of the living God. And they want to fulfill the, the assignment of their father to bring light and love into this world to be the light and salt of the earth and i pray that you're on that team because that team wins that's why i'm just expressing to you that team wins this is biblical and this is going to be biblical as we see it play out on the earth and uh people strategically placed throughout the you say now and from the past, everything that happened in the past is prepping us up for this moment. There's people placed in these positions. Everything from the past had a role to play. Every experience, every either tragic or good, leading up to this very moment in time, a historical moment that we all are sharing in all across the world. And we, we are looking at our humanity and we're looking at the destruction of it. And we want to cling to the truth and we want the truth to prevail. And a lot of times in the broadcast, I mention um, this duality that we exist in, the good and evil. And I, I said Satan, I refer to evil baddie, um, uh, because see, people worship him like he's the father. but He's their father, actually. He's a murderer and a liar from the beginning. And then we have those who choose otherwise by the, their call. They're dragged. So let me put it this way. They are dragged out from the depths of their sin, dragged by the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Yahweh, they're dragged and uh, awakened, truly, truly awakened to the truth through Jesus Christ. They surrender uh, to the Mashiach, the anointed one, the one prophesied in the sacred holy Tanakh, the sacred scriptures of old, to come into the world to redeem us and to be that final sacrifice. All that prophetic practice that we had in the temple being 
manifested as a living word of God for us in our redemption. That now we have full on access and Yeshua sits on the throne of Dawid forevermore in the heavenlies. He's a king and he is coming uh, to make his enemies his footstool <laughs> as the father has so planned. So now just uh, there is a true patriot, some may say, that made a statement. And I think it really sums it up. Now, some people may hate this individual. Some people may love this individual. Some people may think this is a brilliant patriot. Some people think that he's a comp compromised show. But no matter what uh, you may think about this man, I want you to think about what he said. And I want you to take a good long look at his deeds. Uh, it says, you shall know them by their fruits. Okay, those are some helpful. But I'm going to read this. This is from uh, Lynn Wood. God created the world based on opposites, good versus evil, heaven versus hell, God versus the devil. The devil wanted to be God. He lost that one. God has all the power and is the sovereign creator of everything. God created the devil, Lucifer. God is real. The devil is real. So the devil, Lucifer, uses the opposites approach to deceive you. The devil is the deceiver of deceivers. He calls himself the prince of light, but he is the prince of darkness. Now you understand why we have traitors disguised as patriots, traitors disguised, I want to add to this, preachers, traitors disguised as prophets, traitors disguised as politicians, traitors disguised as spiritual leaders, why we have lawbreakers disguised as law enforcers. We must all pray for discernment, no truth from lies. And that was Linwood. And I wanted to add that his quote <laughs> stopped at uh, Patriots, and I added a little bit more to that one for reflection. But yeah, there's teams and there's uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. We need to be aware and have discernment. That comes from the spirit of the living God being in, within us. When we believe and accept Jesus Christ, we have the spirit of the living God comes dwell within us. We are pure, holy vessels. Now we have full access to our Father, to the throne room. And we can, pr we can pray and, and know that our prayers are heard. It says, if my people humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wickedness. I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. This is a kind time for deep, deep soul searching. Deep, deep soul searching. Because time's running out. Because when the judgment falls, whether you experience it on this earth or in the hereafter, what's going to matter is if your name's written in the book of life. What's going to matter is what you did. For the kingdom of God. What fruit did you bear? What's going to matter is what team you were serving. That's what's going to matter. People have time to come forward and speak the truth and tell their truth. And they have time to abandon their wicked team and, and, and do what's right for humanity. And my, and, and my hope is that people seize upon that opportunity before the window closes and the hammer starts going down. And the verdicts start coming out. What are you talking about?
I'm talking about the word of God. I'm talking about I'm talking about the word of the living God. I'm talking about the righteous judge who loves judgment, who loves justice. And I thought it was fitting to take it from a man, an attorney, an accomplished one who spent his life in the pursuit of justice and continues to do so. Many others as well. Many, many others been gifted and placed in positions and now it's time for the children of the most high to rise up to stand firm and peacefully take back the night and i say take back the night what do you mean come against these lies and truth and the, 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 you know we worship the most high in spirit and in truth we are the ambassadors of yah upon this earth you know, yes, we have a heavenly home. Yes, we build up treasures in heaven. But the only way we build up treasures in heaven is doing good works here on earth and being obedient to our Father and bearing fruit. We got a head stuck up in the air. You can't see where you're going, can you? We got two eyes facing forward is to see where we're going, not to keep looking back from where we've been. Why I say that? I said, this is not, you know, we're not supposed to have the kingdom here on earth. Now stand down and let the devil take it. I don't think so. Look what how's that turned out for us. We're getting we're, we're getting wiped off the map. Not on the watch of the most high. It says no weapon formed against us will prosper. We are sons and daughters of the living God. He created this earth for us. He restored our dominion in Christ. And he shall return as king. And he shall return as king to make the enemy his footstool. We live in an unseen realm as well as a physical one. And I mentioned that, you know, our physical reality and the spiritual existence in another broadcast. You check out my other broadcast because I go all in. But this broadcast, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to keep it a little bit shorter than usual. I want us to travel to chapter 8 of Luke. Of course, I want to encourage you to read the chapter of Luke for yourself. Uh, chapter 8 of Luke <laughs> yourself. Um it's about the life of Jesus, um, and, um, you can learn a lot from studying the life of Jesus, and what we have available to us to glean from, and, uh, in this particular chapter, we see the spiritual warfare, okay, immediately, as soon as we start by verse 2. We're confronted with spiritual warfare. The reality of unseen realm. A reality of an adversary against our souls. So if I could read this. Verse 1. After this, Yeshua traveled about from town to town and village to village. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. With him were the twelve. And a number of women who had been healed from evil spirits and illnesses. They've been healed. They've been delivered from evil spirits. Wow. Mary Magdalene, from whom seven de demons had gone out. Seven demons. Talk about occupation. Talk about being occupied. That right there shows you that people 
right here on earth can be occupied by demonic evil spirits and who has power over them the son of God Yeshua who's given authority by the father over evil spirits the unblemished sinless lamb of God so we keep reading on and we see we're confronted with a parable and that's my prayer you know the seed of the word because i know we have monetary you know seed in the monetary type and all this stuff but i'm not going to get into that right now but i'm talking about the seed of the word falls on good soil that where it's absorbed and that it it's available and 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 when life challenges come we have the word the firm word of the most high to carry us through take us through those moments those difficult times when the adversary comes full on to test us we are refined in the fire and come out as pure gold um and you know as job was and you keep going on and you get reached verse 16. Uh, being that light that's not hidden, but is, is visible. It says, no one who has lit a lamp covers it with a bowl or puts it under a bed. No, he puts it on a stand so that those coming in may be may see the light. For nothing is hidden. And this is in verse 17, Luke chapter 8, verse 17. For nothing is hidden that will not be disclosed. Nothing is covered up that will not be known and come into the open. Yes, indeed. Lies have an expiration date, <laughs> according to scriptures. So we are to be that light, to shine brightly upon the earth, to shine the light of truth, you know? And um, so we see here Jesus again confronts spiritual wickedness and confronts a man fully possessed by demons, and you can see where the evil spirits had led him to burial caves. Yes, glorification of death. You ever notice that? Yeshua cast out these evil spirits into the pigs, and they begged Yeshua not to order them to go into the bottomless pit, and that's in verse 21. I mean, 31, excuse me, of, of Luke. Anyway, as the story goes, they went into the pigs and they fell off a cliff. Yay! <laughs> oh, interesting. Interesting. So, definitely this spiritual warfare. As we see here, who has power and authority over this wickedness. 
Jesus Christ. So uh, then if you encourage you to keep reading, this man healed, delivered from legions of demons. Um, Jesus heals, Yeshua heals. This woman with an issue of blood, she touched the hem of his garment. Some people may be familiar with that. Some people may not, you may not be, but touches the hem of his garment and is healed immediately. Uh, let's take a look at this moment because it's really a miraculous moment. Uh, so uh, a woman who had, and this is in verse 43 of chapter 8 of Luke, had a hemorrhage for 12 years and could not be healed by anyone came up, beheld him, and touched the hem of his garment, his hem of his robe. Instantly, her hemorrhaging stopped. Yeshua asked, Who touched me? When they all denied doing it, Kepha, Peter, said, Rabbi, the crowds are hemming you and, and jolting you. But Yeshua said, someone did touch me because I felt power go out from me. Seeing she could not escape notice, the woman quaking with fear threw herself down before him and confessed in front of everyone why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. He said to her, my daughter, your trust, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Wow. Miraculous moment. Miraculous moment. Then we're confronted with the grand finale where he raises a young little girl from the dead. Yes, she was healed. Her parents were astonished, but he instructed them to tell no one what had happened. It's just great. It's just great. Yeshua, by your stripes we are healed. By, by the stripes we are healed, as Isaiah the prophet, Yeshua Yahuwah, proclaims. Oh, thanks be to the Most High. Thanks be to the Most High. Thanks be to the Most High. You know, I know, and I'm perfectly aware that people may not believe in this. But when you think about Jesus' life, what he said, um, what what is recorded that he has said, we look at the scriptures, we see a path that leads to life. We see a path that leads to love. The commandments of the Most High that he proclaimed to love your neighbor as you love yourself, uh, okay, even what preceded that, love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, okay, we have these keys, right, access to the kingdom, we're given authority in Christ to tread on serpents and scorpions, the same authority that Jesus had, and this is what I'm getting to, the sons and daughters of the living God have authority over the kingdom of, let's say, darkness, spiritual wickedness, the household of, of evil. We have authority 
as sons and daughters of God. And once we know ourselves and know who we are and our identity and our identity, that we are sons and daughters of the living God, that we are creations, that we are, we are his creation, that he made a path to life for us. His, his word, his commands bring life. And that we have deliverance in his son, Jesus Christ. We have deliverance, the, the only door. And I know some don't accept him as the only door, but I'm here as a humble messenger to say this is the, this is the only door. That we have access to the king. We have access to the king. We have access to our father, Abba. So, uh, I wanted to end with a very uh, vivid uh, dream. And you could go to the Most High about it and pray and think about it, but at best it is an interesting tale. But long ago, and uh, feeling compelled to share now, I had a dream. And I'll show you the dream and share what was revealed to me about the dream. So in the dream, there was these dragons, big, huge dragons. There was a city, it was darkness all around, but you see these big red dragons, okay? And they almost seemed like three of them or more. And there was scrambling and chaos upon the earth. And I saw these dragons, some of them were being lifted up into the sky and cast into what looked like a fire in the, in the, in the air. Amidst this darkness, this great fire, and there was certain dragons being scooped up from the earth and cast into the fire. Then there was this dragon that, that swooped down upon the earth and, and confronted this, this, um, this person. looked like a female person jeans and a white shirt a female person and this person was like actually rubbing the dragon's head that the, the dragon had settled itself from its rage but it, it seemed to like take to this woman grazing her hand upon the dragon's head and it was like having a bit of a moment that I was witnessing um so I was like Wow, she's putting her hand on the dragon and, you know, having this moment. You know, these thoughts are pretty, they're going pretty fast. And, you know, I'm trying to explain what's running through uh, the perception of the dream at the time. But but the dragon, despite their his calm mannerism and the woman's uh, acceptance and stroking his head, the, the dragon was literally by an invisible force scooped up anyhow up into the air and cast into the fire above um so despite that entanglement that that um uh that exchange it was still even though it lo- it appeared non-threatening was still scooped up and cast into the fire so what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? This uh, perception. Well, this can be, uh, and encourage you to pray about it. Is that it's a vivid, almost depiction 
of what's described in scriptures, you know, the, the separation of wheat and the tears, the judgment of, of the wicked uh, dragon of old. Um, uh, and also, because this particular dream, just to put it in context, happened before, you know, uh, the uh, elections in the midst of all that last summer, I believe or so, in uh, upon the earth and in the states so what was it saying is you know there were people that were witness to this this threat but had stockholm syndrome almost i i I, you know to put it in that term it seems a bit harsh but yeah it's like stockholm syndrome and they're you know they're stroking the dragon and they're friends with the dragon but that's not their affiliation with the dragon is not gonna is not gonna stop the wrath of the almighty scooping up that dragon and casting it into the fire to be judged so um that right there just let you know that you know they they are those submitting themselves to the dragon or having this type of relationship but when uh the most high comes through and brings his judgment well nothing can stop the wrath of the almighty so anyway that concludes this broadcast i hope you have a wonderful magnificent day i hope you choose a wise and lofty team called the most highest team and my desire is that we uh light bring light and love on the earth so that we can move forward in a prosperous productive way and this as you can see there's a lot happening worldwide that's why i opened up with a very uh, a prayer because oh man there's so much happening all around the world i don't want to get into it that people are being oppressed and they're facing being stripped of their freedoms and we see this happening on a daily basis where people people are really crying out but the lord hears our prayers don't don't stop praying don't lose heart because the lord is saying prayers and let me tell you the hammer is coming down the hammer is coming down they said the hammer the wrath of the almighty i mean he's patient but and this is biblical i'm just saying i don't you know, I can't give you a timetable. I can't tell you when. I can't give give you a date or a year. But I want to tell you that the king is in the field. I want to tell you he sees what is happening on the earth, both good and evil. And there is a reckoning coming for the wicked. There is a day of reckoning for the wicked. Whether they experience it here on earth or in the hereafter, there is a day of reckoning where the Most High holds people accountable for what they've done. And we want to continue to pray for the innocent the innocents upon the earth, those who are who are innocent, vulnerable, vulnerable. We want to protect the vulnerable class of people upon the earth. And so let's just continue and pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that, Father, that thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. And thank you for offering us a way back to you, Father, to be cleansed and be made whole. Father, may we be holy as you are holy. And we just pray protection of the children, protection of those upon the earth who are innocent. Protect the poor, protect the widows and the fatherless, Father. Oh, Jesus, Father, may we rise up as your sons and daughters of God to peacefully stand firm, Lord, to stand firm, Lord, and do our part, Lord, to proclaim your word, to be your holy, righteous messengers of the living God. Hallelujah. Closing out with a passage from Isaiah, Isaiah 54, 16 and 17. It is I who created the craftsman who blows on the coals and forges weapons suited 
to their purpose. I also created the destroyer to work havoc. No weapon made will prevail against you. In court, you will refute every accusation. The servants of Adonai inherit all this. The reward for the righteous is from me. So the Most High is fighting for us. So do not be afraid. Again and again, we see that in Scripture. He tells his people, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. For the Lord thy God is with you. He goes before us, he's behind us, and he fights our battles. He's the one who will deliver us. He's the one who will deliver us. Yes, and he may enact his deliverance using the most unlikely of people. But he will deliver us. And he will unleash what he has to unleash. And unveil what he wants to unveil. To bring the wicked and the stumbling blocks. To humble them from their pride. So thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening. Shalom.